Oh, I was in a truck accident. Because of the accident, I've resulted in three back surgeries. We saw advertisements on TV, and guess who popped up more often than that? It was Jeffrey. The communication that he provided was so appreciative. He shows his compassion as a human. He assisted us in achieving one of our dreams, the acquisition of a home. And we're here today with smiles on our face with the assistance from Jeffrey. Melden Law, where you matter most. Offices in Gainesville and Ocala. Open up the phone lines for you, 392-8255. If you want to chat about anything, it's fair game here on a Tuesday edition of the Tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hello, I'm Steve Russell. Now that the month of August is here, it means college football's not too far away. And to that end... The Gator football team's announced it'll open camp for this year on Friday, August 6th. It'll run through August 22nd. Gator men's basketball has added freshman guard Elijah Kennedy to the 2021-22 class. The 6'5 lefty from Virginia joins Kowasi Reeves as freshman in the class. Major League Baseball Tampa Bay Rays, fresh off a four-game sweep of Boston, opens a home series with Seattle tonight. You can hear the game live right here beginning at 6.30. Marlins also are in action. They'll begin a series with the New York Mets. That's the Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Steve Russell. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hey, Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop. Gainesville's home for all things sports cards, collectibles, memorabilia, autographs, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, MealyPops.com. Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I want some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, MealyPops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com, and we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday, located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation, and as always, Go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. This is an audio demo of the new Sonic app. Just look at that menu. Here are some of the Sonic classics clearly. I'll customize my tots by adding those. Gotta get the ocean water. What is that color? An ocean blue? See that? Drinks and slushes are always half price in the app. And this is how you do the contactless payment. Will you look at that? I guess you can't. But you can when you order in the Sonic app. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. See app for details. Mobile ordering available at select locations. Hey, this is Florida Gator Jeff Cardozo, and I'm with Jeffrey Meldon. Hey, Jeffrey, I heard that you were the place to go to for Gator Athletic Ticket Contest Giveaways. That's right, Jeff. Meldon Law is your hookup 
for Gator gymnastics, volleyball, softball, and baseball tickets. Go to MeldenLaw.com and enter for your chance to win. Melden Law, the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and South Florida. We are your home for Sunday night baseball all summer long. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. I'm Mick Hubert, voice of the Gators, and you're listening to The Tailgate on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators. So, did you have the Colts winning the um, their division? Now they've lost their starting quarterback and their best offensive lineman. Same injury. Yeah. Maybe there's something. There's there's some planning issues. Yeah. Turf monsters. Or maybe there is a uh, something buried underneath, like in Poltergeist. Mm -hmm. You move the tombstones, but you didn't move the graves. You know what I, uh, I I watched two great movies yesterday. Okay, I'll I will be the judge of that. But go ahead. One in the morning. I had to wait to to take Austin to to camp yesterday. Okay. So back to school was on. I love that. So that was great. That's yeah. how. And then I ended the day by watching the movie that came out thirty years ago yesterday. Okay. And it was filmed in Micanopy. Oh, Doc, Doc Hollywood. Hollywood! I watched a little on. bit of that last. Did night. you? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny because when they were filming that, those guys were. Remember the where the cancer center is now? Yeah, was this great hotel, University Hotel? I think mm-hmm. it was, and that's where they hung out the whole time because uh, obviously, where else are you going to hang out? Sure. And um, so I, 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 I always regretted not going down there and just kind of hanging out in the bar and maybe See, running into yeah. David Ogden Styers and. And uh, Michael J. Fox, but I do remember our our entertainment writer Bill DeYoung, who did a great job, w- got an interview with Michael J. Fox, and he told Michael J. Fox told him he said he goes, "Oh, Gainesville Sun, you guys have a great sports section." And I was like, "That's all I need." Yeah. Hello, I'm out of here. I don't care what else he said. Oh, that's cool. Somebody likes our sports section that doesn't even like the Gators. Yeah, and he's a good one. Um, he actually, he and I share the same birthday too, Michael J. Fox and I. Really? Yeah, isn't that weird? It is weird. It is a little weird. I'm kind of but weird. Yeah, so that was it's a, like you're going back to the future. Yeah. So that was a cool, cool to uh, watch that. But yeah, for those that I love that movie, and I, I stopped the, the kids as they were walking by because they could care less about it. I was like, look, guys, downtown Micanopy. Yeah. Because like we about I don't know ten years ago we went down there and took some family pictures and. I so think they, you they had what to, it looked like. You have to be from this area to really like that. Yeah, movie. to appreciate it. It's not a great movie, right? But to, if you're from this area and you know the Micanopy, and there were times when you could see other things. Yeah, you know, it was kind of cool. It was kind of cool. Speaking of thirty cool, years ago, thirty years ago. Wow. Speaking of cool, not this guy, the Cattleman. What's up? <laughs> hey guys, Jeff, you're killing me with those little rabbit punches. I kind of <laughs> enjoy that. Uh, guys, I don't like to call in early. I like to listen to the show, see how it develops. But, Pat, I was calling early today because I had a chance to listen to your podcast with Himes and uh want to kind of go through that with you a little bit. Okay. Um, first off, uh, 
I missed the start of the show yesterday. It sounded like your California run was great. You know, I've been to Santa Barbara as a kid, and I was listening. To, I always like to hear California stories. I think California, especially these days, nice place to visit. Wouldn't want to live there. I'm the same way. I love. I mean, Santa Barbara is beautiful. It's spectacular. And uh, but again, you've got to. You can't be making Pat Dooley money and go out and live out there. Yeah, um, the, the middle class is the middle middle class move to Utah or Vegas. It's a bunch of rich people and a bunch of bums. Well, and that's I will say this, and I I don't certainly don't use the term bums, but there are a lot of homeless people out there, and uh, not not in Santa Barbara so much, but in L.A. It's it's staggering how much how many yeah. tent cities they have out there, and kind of makes you sad. It really does. Yeah. Uh, have you seen what's going on in Venice Beach, Pat? You know, which we all think of, you know, anything else. I was in Venice, California. yeah, for a while. I was everywhere. I yeah. saw it all, man, believe me. Yeah, you got tents right there on the ocean front. Yeah, you got probably, exactly. You got people You got people probably living in million-dollar houses, $5, five miles from the ocean, and you got homeless people, whatever you want to term it, live in oceanfront. Yeah, and what are you going to do? I mean, if you can't get a job and you can't, you don't have any money, I mean, you got to live, right? And I, so I feel for them, but... Well, I mean, I don't know what you could. I don't know what the answer yeah, is. I don't know what the answer. I'm with is. you on that. This is a sports show. I guess that's a different show. But uh, whatever on that. Uh, what do you wait? Would you God, kill him? Thank, thank, God, thank God you live in a state run by Ron DeSantis instead of Governor Harris. Well, we got There's plenty of bums here. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. but but most that. of them aren't. Don't live in tents. They just work for sports talk radio. Yeah. Okay. Um, well. Okay. Moving along here, guys. I'm getting distracted a little bit. Hey, uh, Pat. You know, you and Himes are buddies, right? We're very good friends, yes. Yeah, okay. I want to talk with you about Florida, Georgia, and Tennessee, the old SEC's triangle. But an uh, interesting deal with Himes there, uh, Pat. You know, he is very educated, knows the deal going around the league, been, you know, knows probably all the people you do. Interesting thing, though, he's very unpopular in Knoxville. You're probably not going to know yeah, that. Because he's honest. Yeah. Honesty no, doesn't no, no, work. No, 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 no. Nothing to do with that. Um, he's a he's an LSU fan, and everybody in town knows it. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. Okay, I'm I'm, you, I, 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 Pat. Like when you were writing those articles for thirty years, making fun of Fulmer's weight, we all knew you were a Florida fan. You weren't fooling anybody. Everybody in Knoxville knows that Himes is a LSU fan, and I'm sure he's told you that after two or three scots. Never has. I never even knew. He knows anything about the state of Louisiana. Wait, I'm not, hey, Pat. I'm not making this up, man. I'm just telling you. He's no, I think you are. Knoxville. He's well, well, past the crack pop. I'm just telling you, he's on the number one show in town. He's tied in with two or three. Because he's really teams. good, and he knows no, well, I mean, he, well, he what he's educated. talking about. If you just listen instead of I mean, you don't live up here, he's 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 very well educated in the league. He's two or three super boosters. Throw him some some bacon, so he's got value to the big sports station up here. But everybody in town snickers at him behind his back because he's viewed as an LSU fan. Well, I think they snicker at him behind his back. I'm really making that up, man. You really go tell me? I'm really making that up. Call somebody else up here. Totally made up. I'll text him right now. Hey, call John Adams up and say John Adams is a a, a LSU fan. Yeah, but yeah, but everybody. But John Adams is the best journalist up here, and he blasts UT and Fulmer every day. But nobody thinks John Adams is an LSU fan. You hate, but he is. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. He, he, he came to Jimmy Knoxville. Hey, hey, he came to Jacksonville where I worked with, with John. He came there from Louisiana. He was a huge I'm, I'm LSU I'm about Himes, not about Adams. Uh, Adams, is the be- Adams is the best media member in the entire conference. He's classic. But everybody in Knoxville 
he's just like you, Pat. He's an LSU fan, and, and he's not good at hiding it. Everybody in Knoxville hates Himes, and they know he's an LSU guy. I'm not so much a Gator fan. I'm just anti-Tennessee. Okay, well, that's what I really was calling you about, but I was going to kind of clue you in. I know you and Himes are, are buddies, but I was going to give you the straight dope. So I, always, I couldn't make something like that up. Come on, man. Thank you. Just give me as, dope. As, as, your boy, as, your, as your boy Biden says, come on, man. Now, hey, let's talk about the SEC East real quick, Pat. You know, I'll start with Georgia. You know one thing about Georgia you got to give them credit for? They know when to fire a football coach, don't they? Well, you, you know, the, the Mark Rick firing was kind of surprising, but, I mean, he he was going to take him so far, and clearly they needed to go further. And um, But they, they still really haven't gone that much further. But, um, you know, I mean, they, they hired a bad coach in Ray Goff. He was terrible. Then they had Jim Donnan, who, who beat finally beat the only guy who beat Spurrier. Yeah, um, that's right. Don, when he got fired, probably he lost. He got a little loose on him there at the end. He had some some players yeah. getting loose, and he lost to Vanderbilt maybe once, maybe even twice. He was starting to get away from him, and Georgia popped him. Yep. D- D- Jim Donnan's problem was he couldn't beat Fulmer and Spurrier. Well, he beat Spurrier once, and he's the only, only Georgia coach to beat Spurrier during that time. Yeah, and the reason I'm bringing that up is is um, you know you were talking with Himes about you had some moronic comment about let it uh, marinate or something, let some back. Bush Jones got five years up here, Pat, and this isn't a, this isn't a Tennessee call. Tennessee's still paying the price for not firing that fat turkey former in '05. Totally, totally scrambled the eggs up here. Like Times told you, my boy Kiffin flew the coop on us. Great hire there, but he's, he went to the West Coast, L.A. But we've, Tennessee's hired three bad coaches in a row. Miami's hired what five bad coaches in a row. If you hire bad coaches. And, and sooner or later, it's going to pile up on you. You don't give uh, – Bush Jones got five years, Pat. What are you talking about? Let it be organic. What the hell are you talking about? I don't, I don't even know what, you, what you're talking about. Okay, okay. Well, no, you're, you're saying – Let's start with that. No, what I'm saying I, is – I think that – You know Florida. You know Florida football. You don't know a thing about Tennessee football. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm just kind of letting you know these are rivals. These are yearly competitors. You don't know squad about – Well, you don't even Tennessee. like Tennessee football, so what are you talking now, about? Okay, now, now, getting on to Florida, here's my last thing for you, Pat. I got to thinking. Okay, spar your oh, world-class. That's world dangerous. Class I can smell toast burning. Okay, here's the deal. No, I'm just, I'm just kind of going through my call with you here. I'm just kind of cluing you in on what your boy Hines didn't tell you. I just had a chance to listen to the podcast overnight. Florida, okay. Spire your world class hire. You know, alum though, you know, your your German Shepherd Shepherd probably was going to hire Spire at some point. Okay. What we did we go you know the history, Zook into Herb into two or three bums, excuse me, uh so so coaches. So really what's the difference between Tennessee and Florida outside of the Urban Meyer hire and by the way your German Shepherd could have hired him too? Well, I, I think the biggest difference is after Spurrier, Florida did uh, succeed with some coaches, not all, whereas Tennessee has succeeded with none. Yeah, I mean, you don't you don't have, you don't spend five years on a bad coach. But you don't give no, they did, but they did. No, no, you you made the comment with Himes, you can't be firing coaches all the time. My, you got a lot of good sayings, Pat. I like a lot of them. You know, that's your problem. That's their problem, and all that. Yeah, here's my problem. saying. I like. Here's my saying. I like. You've either got the right guy or the wrong guy, and we'll see about Dan Mullen. But uh, you know, last time, last time I checked, Zuck, Muschamp, McElwain, whoopty damn do. 
I mean, you're, you're talking about when you hire bad coaches, it can, the, house, the roof can fall in on any program, Pat. Look at Michigan, Brady Hoke. And they recovered from the Brady Hoke. Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, you're sitting here saying, oh, hire a, hire a no-name and give them 10 years. Nobody's going to do that. Especially I don't, I don't, they didn't hire a no-name. They hired a guy who's a uh, is a name, and I think you got to give him more time than I think Tennessee well, fans will be this, 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 willing this, 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 to give him. Conference. You can't this, just this, this, assume he's going to win right away. They're hey, about hey, to hey, get hey, hit hey, with NCAA probation. Pat, this is an SEC call. This is not a Tennessee call. Josh Heupel, UCF led America in total offense last year, whether you want to talk about it or not. Yeah. They might not play a lick of defense. Get ready for the ball game in the swamp being four hours and 45 minutes. But I'm just saying. Well, I, luckily, I, I don't have to cover it. I heard you telling Himes, let it be organic, whatever the hell that means. You don't give a coach five years in modern football. Two or three years, if you got a bum, you better show him the door. Well, what, were you, what were you talking about? Because when you keep doing that over and over again, and when you keep making bad hires, which is what Tennessee's done, when you keep letting getting guys out of there, what you end up with is no continuity, no recruiting. You can't sustain recruiting. You can't sustain hey, the, the hey, alumni I, base. And I, the, jury, the, jury's, the jury's still out on Dan Mullen, Pat. Hey, don't, don't be talking about all these great Florida hires outside of Herb. We don't know about Dan Mullen. How many great hires has Florida really made? I haven't seen you boys in the championship game either very much. Georgia's going this year. You don't know that. What, yeah, what do you, well, go to go to Vegas and peel off a couple of hundreds. I'm just saying you're you're acting like it's you know Florida football of ten, fifteen years ago. Florida's in the tank like everybody else. It's a five team sport. They've been. The, I, I, that's just stupid. I'm not, you could get forty. They've been. Look, they've to been one. in. You could get, get forty to one. Look, right if now they, Vegas, if there had been a, get, uh, I, I, whatever, I, I, shut me. up. You, there had been you could a. Get 40 there had to been one on Florida winning it all in Vegas right now. Okay, so what? Yeah, so what? That's Vegas. Go put too. the money down. The bottom the line tank. is that Florida the in the last in the, in the last three years under Dan Mullen would have been in a twelve-team playoff. And that that hey, that's hey, all you want to you want hey, to get hey, to that hey, point. Hey, Pat, get your get your get your citrus bowl tickets because that's, that's where Florida's going. Good, I like the citrus bowl. Yeah. No, I, actually, I don't. Camping World Stadium, Outback Bowl. But, I'd rather be in that one. Yeah, but but Mike, I'm, I'm, I mean, they've been to three three straight New Year's Six bowls. So what I'm saying, I don't understand is, what we'll the see, we'll argument is. We'll, we'll see about Mullen. We'll see about Mullen. Nobody's thinking Florida's winning the East this year, and nobody's thinking about firing him either. Right. But what I'm saying is, well, like I said, we'll see how Mullen shakes out. But don't be thinking. Who, who's a, who's Mullen. a better coach, Kirby or Mullen? Hey, hey, hey who who hired Muschamp? By the way, was that your bro Foley there, Pat? How many years? It how was years? it was, it was my Foley. friend. Jeremy who Foley. who's a better coach, Mullen or oh, okay, Kirby? Okay, okay. okay. Hey, hey, Pat, let me ask you one hey, last question. I'll clear <laughs> out. What what happens when you let a bad coach hang around a year too long, like Foley let Muschamp? Well, I mean, don't forget the year that a lot of people wanted him fired was the year after he was SEC Coach of the Year, and I felt. I, and look, he had recruiting momentum built up, but it started to deteriorate as the losses again piled up, and that's why they fired him. I got it. I understood it. I totally agreed with why they waited as long as they did. Hey, hey, Pat, why didn't Florida and Foley take an organic approach, whatever that means, and give uh, Muschamp a fifth year? Whatever organic. The approach. recruiting had gotten toxic. Okay, y'all hang in there. Hold hold on, you didn't answer my question. He 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 is not here for you, Jeff. He is here for me. He's here to yell at me and tell me what a terrible human being I am. And I knew with Jimmy Himes on the show, he'd be the first caller today. He doesn't like him. No, he he. 
he we were talking Tennessee football, and which I still can't figure out to this day. Jeff, does he like Tennessee football or not? I don't know. Does he want them to win when he watches them play? It doesn't seem that way. It doesn't. He's almost like rooting for losses so he can get madder. Yeah. All right. Let's. I uh, know people like that. See what Daniel's got. Hey, Daniel, welcome. Hey, Jeff and Pat. Hey, let me ask you a question, Pat. Next time the counterman on, ask him what he does for a living. I understand why you and Jeff talk sports because that's what y'all do for a living. That's what y'all been doing for a while. But what does he do? I mean, I'm thinking I, I'm an accountant, and that's what I do. That's what I've been doing for the past 20 years. And I he know more, a lot more stuff about sports than in – I mean, I don't have time to research like all that stuff. So I wonder well, what he does. Is he, a, is he a sports guy or what? I think he inseminates cows. I think that's oh. why he calls himself the cattleman. <laughs> oh, I, okay. That's the only thing I can think. Of. I I don't know, and I I literally don't care. But <laughs> I he I he's got a lot of he's got a lot of points, but many of them just are wrong. And <laughs> he doesn't like it when I have the right one. That's. Yeah. That's why I like kind of like arguing with him because a lot of times I'm I know better than he does. And you know what? The Jeff can't even get a it, word in with him. The funny thing about it is that if he listened to the show, everybody that talk that come after him or talk about him, I don't haven't heard anything positive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like if I get well, on, if I get on the call. I listen to the show and people talking about, hey, that guy is on there. He's always negative. I'd be like, okay, maybe I need to change my approach or something. Why don't you say something positive about him so he'll feel I don't better? Know. I, I'm trying to find out what he does for a living. I mean, if he's not a sports but, guy. Well, we'll ask him next time. Yeah, because, I mean, if he if he had a job that we don't, you know, not affiliated with sports and he can get all that information, I wonder where he get the time from. But anyway. Well, we knew to... that Lance worked at Sonic, right? Yep. He was a co- fry cook at Sonic. And we lost oh, really? Him. Oh, I don't know where Lance is that. now. So it could be that he works next to Lance. That's <laughs> oh, could you imagine? Oh, man, that would be bad. But what Can you I imagine those about, guys going at each other all day? Oh, I'm telling you. I thought Lance was bad, but, man, I think Calumon got him beat. I like Lance. Lance is like <laughs> a breath of fresh air compared to him. But I'd call about Well, I'm going to ask you a, question, a football question later, but I want to mention, you know, you were talking about uh, Michael J. Fox and – then when they were making that movie here in, on the Doc Hollywood, yeah, you know, I was playing. You know, you said pick up pick up basketball games at the old uh, Alligator Alley, and so I was playing a pickup game, and I was guarding uh, what's his name, Woody. Oh no I way! And I didn't realize it. So after the game, somebody said, "You know who that was? You was guarding?" I said, "No." They said, "That's Woody, the one that played on us uh, Cheers." I said, "No, are you kidding?" And she had this, I looked at him, I said, oh, man, sure, he, he played pretty good, too. Well, also, well, he white, was in white, white man, man can't, can't jump. jump. Yeah. yeah. Did, now, could he jump? He dunked at the end, well, so. He, well, he, that was. He, that was a movie. That was a movie. I don't, I don't <laughs> exactly. Know. I mean, I, I'm like, look, I'm 5'10", and I could guard him, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, saying he didn't have any hops. Yeah, he could. Open Let's put that out there. But he could shoot, though. Let's put that out there, because we but can shoot. put that right there with the, uh, FSU Clemson rumor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to ask about. That's what I actually called about. Woody Harrelson could not jump. Well, he could shoot, though. So make sure you add that to I heard he could shoot. I heard that. He shot well in the yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah, he could shoot. But about, about this, this rumor about FSU and Clemson, you know, that would be great if they actually came to the SEC. I think, anyway. I don't know what you think. I don't, you know, if they do, fine. But uh, to me, 
the the SEC definitely does not need doesn't Florida need them. Yeah, and that that's where I am. Like, why you you already got as much money imaginable as you want? I mean, FSU's hemorrhaging money, yeah. and they 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 want to. I imagine they would now. It would only help them. We talked about this back in ninety what ninety one ninety two mm-hmm. when the SEC did invite them to come, and they said no, we'd rather try to win. Yeah, where we don't have to play as hard a teams. And now I think they would jump at the idea of making the kind of money that they could make in the SEC compared to the ACC, which has a TV deal that goes through 2035. So they're not going to get any richer. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is their set budget for, for what, 15 years. Wow. So it's all about, like I said, follow the money. It's all about money. Well, it's totally about money. That, that's all anything is about. Yeah, and then they wouldn't bring any additional money. To the SEC, so there's no point. Look, I I would think that if the Big Twelve wanted to bring them in, I think they would bring some cachet. They ain't bringing any cachet to this. To the SEC, no. no. Okay. All right, gentlemen. Thanks. All right, Daniel. Thank you. Good call, Daniel. Yeah, it's always refreshing. It's like Daniel after the Cattleman is like a little sorbet. You know, you cleanse your palate and you're ready to go on with the rest of the show. Do you ever? Like do that stuff where you you have to pair a certain meat with a certain wine. I've I've done it. Like you're sophisticated. But I'm just saying. I always like that when you do go to that a fancy meal like that, and they bring that little like a scoop of sorbet out there, and you can cleanse your palate and you get rid of the taste from maybe from the croutons or whatever. Sure. And go on to the next meal. That's what Daniel was just then. A sorbet. Okay. We're just going to call him Sorbet from now on. That means Ritt's going to be the dessert. What's up, Ritt? He could be the main course if he's good enough. Yeah. There you go. Yum, yum. Uh, (laughs) Real quick, this this addition of Texas and Oklahoma, how does that play into the, you know, because over the last couple years, all these teams have scheduled big-name teams, like we're we're scheduling Colorado and stuff like that. Is there, there like, do we have to buy our way out of of that if it somehow – uh, interferes with the the scheduling of of those games. How does that work? And number two, do you think this was a preemptive strike by Texas and Oklahoma because they were looking out there at Clemson and Florida State, being no. pretty much all by themselves? No, I don't think I don't think that. I think the Clemson FSU stuff was something made up by by a guy who I know makes things up. So don't worry about that. I think this was something that they knew where the future was going. And they knew that the if you want to be uh, in, for recruiting, for money, uh, for everything, you wanted to be in the SEC. And they were the only two that could say, "Hey, we want to be there." And they go, yeah. "All right, okay, then we'll come take on." You. Yeah, yeah. Rick, when when you're those schools and you're looking at every single NFL draft, you're looking at every thing that's put out by the league that always says, "Okay, here's the amount of SEC guys that right. are drafted. Here's the amount of SEC guys in the league, all that stuff." I mean, you start to feel that and you say, "I, I want to be a part of that." And obviously, they can offer it. And when when you have now the Big 12 commissioner saying, "We're going to lose about 50% of our TV revenue because just those two schools right. are gone." You know how important they were. Yeah, I mean, it's a gutsy move on their parts. I agree, but um it is kind of interesting the whole the whole deal, but you know I think, you know in the end uh, they just want to they want to be part of it, and I can't blame them. And like I don't they know have how to put pressure on somebody else now to move though, right? 
Well, there's going to be a lot of stuff going on over the next couple of years. And I don't know what it's going to be. If I could predict it, I I would go to Vegas. And I'd put money down on Florida 40-1 to to win the national championship. Yeah. Yeah. And and about the scheduling, because the SEC now, we're not sure what they're going to do with the schedule. Is is the conference going to help teams out? Is it going to interfere with all these teams that have scheduled all these games? How, How does that work? That's a great question. It really is, and it's a question I'm going to ask Scott Strickland. I'm having him on my podcast Friday, and uh, we've kind of bounced around some of that stuff, but it's probably too early for him to tell, but just for example, you know, they have Texas schedule. Now that becomes moot because they could end up on their conference schedule. You you probably still aren't going to play them as a non-conference game, Um, you know, and, and we have to see where everything lands before we know for sure. But if does the SEC go to nine, team, nine games, which I think they will, but I it's not a done deal. And, and when I talk to people around this league, they say, yeah, we'll see. You know, um, I believe what they'll do is do that pod system. And they'll have four teams in each pod, and just for scheduling. It's not going to be like – and then you play the three teams, and then you play two, two, and two. And then you get to right. rotate those every year. So you end up right. with with um, every other year you play Alabama. Or every so then are you just taking the two best records for the championship game? Not yes. having an east and, and a I, west? I think that's what they're leaning for. That's what I've heard is that they're leaning towards that. Now, where you, where you can have a problem is let's say everybody – let's say you have – just five Alabama twelve are, and zero. Right. Five teams are are one ten or and two, two losses. Whatever. Yeah. And how do you? What's the tiebreaker look like? And um, you know that could be an issue. Well, then it goes strength of schedule, common opponent. I mean, there's there's all there's ways, ways to, do to it. break a tie, but it, but then at the same time, it's yeah. almost better if you don't get in. If you're eleven and one, right? Because then you're not beating, and losing then you Alabama. Get into the college and football play. Sure, you're but, like, we don't yeah. want to play. <laughs> but but right, I, for for most of them, other than the Texas game, of course, I think they still keep Colorado and Utah and all that stuff. It's just one game. So then for you're now, basically not having a Florida A and M or a FAU or a USF. You're you're playing Colorado instead. So I'm you still have the ability have. to have I mean, enough on there. Notre Dame would stay. I'm just, was there anybody from else from the Big Twelve other than Texas? Uh, well, I was about to say Colorado, but they moved a few years ago. Yeah, um, I don't. I, so that would be where you might have had a problem where somebody would go, "Well, we're not playing you now after right. you guys stole our teams." But yeah, no, I think I can see how this too on the back end though, like teams like FAU who we play every other year, or every two years. They're going to have to just make a new league because those those games that those teams you know claw for to get that money, they'll yeah. take the they're not going to be there anymore. Well, and that's going to that's going to be the interesting thing. I've heard people talk about this today. Are there is there going to be a second league where you take everybody who's not in the? I, I yeah, don't want the top see sixty that. schools I, that in the country. Suck, you know, that's it. I, you, you have to now. It's, it's, you I mean, might have to. You may, may not open. have a choice. You're right. Because what are you going to do with, like, Navy and Army? I don't know. That's a great question. What are you going to do with Middle Tennessee? What are you going to do with Louisiana Lafayette? What are you going to do with Coastal Carolina, which would have been in the playoff last year? Yeah. Yes, they would have. 
Great show, guys, as always. All right, Rip. And I'll talk to you another day. Appreciate it. We'll snag a break, come back, and finish up the hour here on the tailgate. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Jeff Cardozo here. We all strive for quality in the things we do. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. So now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for the past three decades from the crew at Quality Plumbing. Now you can spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. And they've been doing it a long time. The original Quality Plumber since 1985. Quality Plumbing, their name says it all. Well, it's about time for the Gators to take the football field and finally time to get that Gator gear on again. Now, you've probably got the shirts, the tanks, the tees, and the hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But one visit to Oaks Jewelry will get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry, the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch. All the compliments you're going to get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. Proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is a one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. So check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or you can find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. If you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, I think we all know how hot it gets in north-central Florida. It's sometimes unbearable at times to even be outside over the summer. But for me, it was just as unbearable to be inside because my house just wouldn't cool down. So I knew it was finally time to do something about it. And thanks to Kirk and his team at Crystal Air, my phone call turned into a life changer. They told me my unit was as old as Pat Dooley is and the air wasn't traveling through the house correctly and it was time to get with the times. So I took advantage of 0% financing for 60 months on a brand new train unit, was also able to take advantage of some rebates from train. And even though they are train comfort specialists, which is the highest contractor rating by train, Crystal Air and Water works on all brands out there and the repair services are as fast as my fastball was back in the day and they'll be there today if you need them to come out and see what's wrong with my new train variable speed system the temperature has evened up throughout the house there is much lower humidity and the unit is even generator friendly if need be so if you need your ac unit looked at call crystal air at 333-0460 because they aren't comfortable until you are 
It's happening now. International Diamond Center Spectacular Summer of Savings Event. Your best jewelry buying opportunity of 2021. Now for a limited time, you get IDC's incredible value price, plus three years zero interest financing. And IDC will even cover your first two payments. And everything's included. Rings, earrings, bands, bracelets, colored gemstones, Swiss timepieces, even GIA and Forevermark diamonds. This is truly a spectacular opportunity from the area's premier jeweler. How about a $3,000 pair of diamond stud earrings or anniversary band? With zero interest, your payment just $84 a month. And your first two payments are on us. Or if you prefer, take an incredible 25% off any wedding band purchase. Our best wedding band offer ever. International Diamond Center Summer of Savings Event. Our best price guarantee. 36 months zero interest financing and two payments on us. Now for a limited time. Only at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit. Summer is here. Hi, this is Tom Collette from Electronics World. Are you ready to make your backyard an outdoor entertainment oasis for you, your family, and friends? Let our team at Electronics World assist you with that. We can outfit your outdoor space with Sunbright Outdoor TVs, outdoor sound systems from Yamaha, Sonance, and more, plus surveillance systems to keep an eye on everything, and smart control too. Come visit us today at Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. This is Florida Gator head coach Dan Mullen. And you're locked in to Gainesville's only home for the orange and blue. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And online at WRUF.com. back here only about five minutes left in the show although it's hard to tell according to our clock it's 606 in the first hour we're here till six. Oh wait we're not done it's 606 nope a little late isn't it weird how the clock is that far off far off some with the sun I'm not relaying it right dan you get to finish up the hour welcome good afternoon um i don't know if you guys have talked about this or not uh I read an article last week on ESPN that Pat, your friend, uh, Mark Schlebaugh, co-wrote about why this uh, Texas-Oklahoma thing happened. Yep, I did read that. Well, one of the things that, uh, two things that stuck out is about the TV ratings and uh, that if Texas or Oklahoma were not on broadcasts of Big 12 games, the ratings were abysmal. Uh, so I don't, it's going to be interesting to see how they're, they're going to survive without. Um, I, I don't, yeah, I, Dan, I don't think they can. And I'll tell you, I, I, I heard, uh, I think it was Dusty Dvorak or somebody on, uh, I think I mentioned this earlier on, on the, on the um, college football broadcast saying, or college football radio show saying, look, I know fans at Oklahoma and Texas, and they're like, look at our home schedule every year. It sucks. Texas yeah. Tech, Kansas yeah. State. We're just yeah. so- tired of playing this crap. And they yeah. want to – I mean, no, there's only one game that really matters. Now, Iowa State has all of a sudden become a contender, and I 
and that does has helped the league, but that's it. That's your list. And the other thing, it, it, what they said was that Texas, in that league, Texas is kind of like the bully. Oh, that, totally. Uh, and so I'm gonna. It's gonna be interesting to see how that plays out uh, in the new neighborhood, because uh, I don't think there's gonna be a whole lot of uh, team or schools in this conference that are gonna put up with that kind of attitude. They won't. And here's the thing. I I will tell you this. Two of the of guys who were very close friends are are the athletic director of Texas, the athletic director of Florida. So it's not like he's going to get blindsided by it. He knows exactly what it is. Like I mentioned in my column that I wrote for Gators Wire that appeared that came out yesterday, we've already got a bully in this league, okay? And it's called Alabama. And they yeah. get pretty much whatever they want. So we don't need another bully, so don't worry about it. Don't even try. Well, and the thing is, is the possibility now that I read, you know, Chris Kidd, believe everything you read, but uh, that the SEC office would move out of Birmingham? I mean... I don't know why they would. I think they're paying a dollar in rent there. Um, and I think... I, I've been to that office. It's it's downtown Birmingham. Uh, I don't see the point of moving it. Um, you've got a good setup. No, I, I would doubt that that would happen. Okay. Well, I was just uh curious if you had read that because uh, uh, it was a very good article, and obviously it's about the money, which is uh, like a no-brainer, right? Yep. It is. It's about the money. It's about recruiting. It's about eyeballs on the TVs. It's about a million things. But in the end, yeah, you're right. It comes down to uh, both those schools are revenue, uh, you know, builders and – it's only going to – the SEC is going to become this – it's like the blob. You ever see the blob? Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Where, where it just, it just, wherever it went, it just consumed things. It got bigger and bigger. That's what the SEC yeah. has become. Yeah. Okay, man. All right, Dan. Okay. Thank you. It's, it's like when you have to make a big decision in life and you write down the pros and cons and you put them side by side and then that tries to help you. Like there, there's no cons to this for either Not, of those schools. Well, no. Well, and not, I don't think there's a conflict. So it's a no-brainer. No, not either. I mean, I, I've been, I've been, ex, I will say this: I have been really excited about this news from the first moment it broke. Then I was kind of, yeah, we'll see. To this point now, where I'm like, this is going to be awesome. Yeah. You know, I hope I'm alive to see it in three years. Yeah, be tough. <laughs> the way you're going. Exactly. Well, he'll at least be here for another hour, so we'll uh, do that together when we come back. Mike's producing, so call us up, 392-8255. Hour 2 of the tailgate brought to you by Meldon Law right after this.
WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. And why you can feel confident knowing you're getting a safe, reliable vehicle backed by a local, reputable, hands-on dealer. Visit Davis Gainesville Chevy today and shop the area's largest pre-owned selection. Nearly every make and model. And with prices starting at just $99.95, everyone must pass a rigorous 170-point inspection. Many come with remaining factory warranties. And all are backed by Davis's three-day love-it-or-bring-it-back guarantee. Even dozens of GM-certified pre-owned vehicles are available with better-than-new car warranties. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. So why pay the difference if you can't tell the difference? Get a fully inspected like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. Your spare change really adds up with Radiant Credit Union Special Even Up Savings Account. That's right. Just add our special Even Up Savings Account to your Radiant Checking Account, and every qualifying debit card transaction helps grow your savings. Yeah, you'll be able to build your savings every time you swipe, insert, or tap your debit card. You can even add your Radiant Debit Card to your mobile wallet. Just imagine, buy groceries, grow your savings, buy gas, grow your savings, buy coffee, grow your savings. Yes, it's just that easy. Visit RadiantCU.org for details on opening your new Even Up Savings account today and start earning more from your spare change. Your spare change really adds up with Radiant Credit Union Special Even Up Savings Account. Radiant, federally insured by the NCUA. Nobody likes getting hurt, going to the doctor and dealing with all the stuff involved with trying to get better. But if you do happen to have a slip and fall, don't worry about it at all. The tremendous staff at Titan MRI is ready to find out what you need to do to get all fixed up. The winners of the Best of the Best contest in Gainesville, staffers at Titan MRI have more than 20 years of experience of making you feel comfortable during an MRI. The only locally owned and operated MRI center in town knows how crucial it is to get back to everyday life so they've made it as easy as possible to get into their office just as easy as it was to score on florida state's football team the last few years and speaking of scoring all blue cross and blue shield members just got a gift to start off the new year they heard how many people wanted to get in and see joe and the crew at titan mri they made sure to add them to their network with offices in gainesville and now lake city there's an office near you so it's up to you tell your doctor you want to get to feeling better from the absolute best titan mri Hey, this is Florida Gator Jeff Cardozo, and I'm with Jeffrey Meldon. Jeffrey, I hear that you are the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. That's right, Jeff, and we have partnered with all the teams that wear orange and blue. Whether you're at a baseball game, a volleyball match, or a gymnastic meet, Meldon Law will be there with you. And you can go to MeldonLaw.com to sign up to win free tickets and a dinner for four, courtesy of Melden Law. Melden Law, the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and South Florida. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. 
Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right, it's Tuesday. I love that my man John Adams has made national news by getting involved in NIL, uh, by paying somebody, a, a soccer player at um, Tennessee, 20 bucks to give him an exclusive interview. That That's John Adams to a T. He, he's priceless. He's. I wish I had thought of that. Yeah, that's good. Maybe I could pay you to do something for me. Well, I wouldn't do any good. You're not an athlete. You could. I'll get. get I'll. Uh, we got a call, by the way. I don't know if you have gotten a call from people representing a Florida player, saying he's interested in doing some interviews and and some radio or podcast stuff. Uh, and it's it's a prominent Florida player. I'm not gonna give his name, but um, and I was like. For free? <laughs> we don't have any money. Yeah. I mean, any money I give you is money I don't have. So That's right. I'm not going to do that. No. Do you see that the Brewers made a trade, John Axford, who was not on the 40 man so they could do it after the trade deadline, and in return, they got a dollar. Really? Yeah. That was what the trade was for. It's like the uh, USFL. Just needed to have something. <laughs> so they made it for a dollar. Here's one dollar. All right, welcome. Second hour. Mike is here producing today. Jeff Cardozo, Pat Dooley here with you. Hour two of the tailgate. Plenty to talk about as we have uh, done already. A lot of the conversation today, if you missed it, in hour one was about the uh, the expansion as that talk continues, the impact on that. You know, we're, we're sitting here talking about TV money and everything else, but... I don't feel bad for him because I have no involvement with it. But what if, like you were Baylor or Oklahoma State, Kansas, any of these schools? I, I, I can't imagine what it's like for them. But what if, what if all of a sudden you're thinking, all right, here's I'm I'm getting X amount of money from TV contracts, and now that's going right. to go away. Like, how are they? Well, gonna, they said fifty percent reduction. Right. Yeah. So how are you going to now build your new? Baseball well, they, field, or how are you well, going to build a new... was going to build a brand new palace for basketball. Obviously coming off a national championship. Yeah. And now they've already said we're putting those plans on, on yeah, hold. You can't, you can't do it. And they're going to have to, again, they're going to have to team up with... And I don't know what they're going to do. Again, the commissioners from the Big 12 and the uh, Pac-12 are meeting right now. And I don't know that they're going to come out with anything, but... They've got to figure a way to keep this thing alive. But if you if not, like you're if you're like a school like Baylor, who's not that popular a draw anyway, mm -hmm. with all the stuff they've been through, and you're all of a sudden you're they everybody fractions off, and you're sitting there and you're like, well, I guess we could be an independent. Good luck with that. You know how are you going to attract uh, TV money 
as an independent when you're Baylor. Yeah, you got B- no chance. BYU can do it. Notre Dame can do it. There's a few other schools that can do it. You could throw it on Chip and Joanna's network. And that's HGTV. Where you, and you'll watch every Baylor game then. <laughs> Accidentally. Yeah. You'll be flipping around going, oh, what did Chip and Joanna do? Oh, it's Baylor and Texas right. A&M. I guess I'll have to watch it. Yeah, I, I, I feel bad for those schools. And that's where when everybody says – in the end, this is bad for college football. And I get their argument uh, that it is bad for college football, but you can't worry about college football. You, If you're one of these conferences or you're the commissioner of a conference or you're the president of a university, you got to worry about you and o- you alone. Make the best deal for yourself and then let everybody try to catch up to it. Sure. The SEC beat everybody to the punch. Yep. The SEC, which saved last year's college football season. I mean, this is a conference that is thinking um, and has had three straight awesome commissioners. I mean, was there were there any uh, championship games for Roy, Roy Kramer came up with the idea? No. And, now, and he had a, a great run. Mike Sly did wonderful things, including getting, floor, uh, getting the SEC to be good in basketball. Yeah. And, and push towards that and getting people off probation. Uh, Greg Sankey, beans are back on probation, but they're making a lot of money, and he's he's way ahead of the game on that. So I, I give credit to the forward thinkers. If you're not a forward thinker, you're just going backwards. All right, we'll go forward and get some more calls then. Adam's next. Hey, Adam, welcome to the tailgate. Hey, guys. I haven't talked to you all in a while. I've been really busy with all the storms. I'm a tree guy. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, that was so funny, Pat. What is artificial insemination for cows anyway? I don't even want to know. Let's just leave that there. But I'm I know that out. I know that the coach at Vanderbilt, uh, Robbie Caldwell, when he came to media days, was telling us about artificial insemination for turkey. So I assume you can do it for cows. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> God, when did you decide to be a a broadcaster and a journalist instead of a stand-up because that was just almost. Hey, I can be. I'll be here all night. My <laughs> wife likes to talk night. during sex. The other night she called me from a hotel. <laughs> yeah, I get no respect, right? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, a great point you just uh, you guys were just making about uh you know uh, Greg Sankey. He you know he's being vilified right now, but I remember last year. And I remember the Big Ten trying to make that power move, and it just fell on deaf ears over here in the Southeastern Conference. And we were all just sitting here just waiting, and we knew, you know, we we know here in the South that that we have the ultimate leadership there. And it's just, and like you were saying, it's been decade after decade after decade. And, and then the SEC came out with a great plan, they had teams of people in there and just pouring over data that really was unfounded at the time, right? And, you know, really care about our athletes our in, in, in this conference and, and really everybody because we knew we were leading the pack, right? Well, I think, we it was, I think it was this week that the SEC said we're, we're going ahead. And they, but they, they basically said to everybody else, well, to the – Pac-12 and the Big Ten. The big, the Pac-12 does whatever the Big Ten tells it to. They said, exactly. hey, look, can we not wait a couple weeks? I mean, why can't we wait a couple weeks? 
So we they waited a couple of weeks and they felt like the numbers were going down. They said, well, "Here's what we're going to do," and they came up with a great, as you said, a great plan. And we got to an entire football season and crowned a champion. And uh, I give a lot of credit to Greg Sankey. In command, and but at the same time, there was a lot of risk there. What if that fell on its face? What if all the task testing data and didn't line up? It could have went really bad. You know, um, we saw what happened uh, with Keontae. You know, and that had nothing to do with anything. But then the Big Ten came back with that, and everybody forgets this stuff. Big Ten came back and said, "Oh well, we care more about our athletes." And there's what they call that cardiac encephalopathy, whatever it was. Well, we've been doing in the in this conference, the medical people, especially in Florida, have been doing those type of testing for years and years and years. It wasn't nothing, anything yeah, new to correct, it. Correct, the myocarditis. I mean, think about how many guys have have been uh, not been they able to play at Florida because yeah. of that testing. They, you know, Big Ben was trying to pull a fast one and say, oh, well, you guys just don't care, whatever. And we still pushed forward. And that's when the ACC and the Big 12 came on board. And now, okay. You know, they want to vilify Greg, Greg Sankey for moving forward. Well, he's the default leader, period. You know, the, especially with the example that we set, not we, I don't include myself, but the people that are way smarter than me. But with the precedent that the SEC set last year, it's, it, there is a default leader now. He is it. He's going to move forward. He's going to keep this going. Oh, he, he is running college football right now. There is no doubt yeah. in my mind about that. He is the czar that we all have been asking for. He's just not officially a czar, and he can't tell the Pac-12 what to do, but in a way, he's telling everybody what to do. Because here's what we're going to do, and if you don't follow suit, you're going to get swallowed up. Yeah, you're going to get left behind. Yep. So, And I just want to make, because y'all brought that up, and I, I think you know it's it's great to reflect back on last year and where college football was. Not only college football, but all athletics across the board. And we've got teams all in in every sport there is. We we can go over that for weeks. We could talk about that. But um, so another thing I wanted to address with you guys. Uh, there's a lot of talk about Emory Jones, and and he's not going to be Kyle Trask and all that. Well, I remember some very pivotal games that he was put in. College game day was here in 2018. We were playing Auburn. I was there. Trask went down. Okay. I think that was 2019. Yeah, 2019. My yeah. bad. I apologize. Um, uh, it, Trask went down, and it was like the second quarter, if I remember correctly, maybe in the third. No, oh, I thought I thought they were dead. Yeah, it was, that was it. Season's over. Yeah. Boom. But yeah, it was second quarter, and then he he uh, he took him up until halftime, and and drove him down, and got a couple field goals. Absolutely, and in that defense that Auburn had had, I believe Marlon Davis on it and Derek Brown. Yep, who yeah, were they, they were really Marlon, good. They were a top five defense, and he came in like it wasn't a thing, and he handled business. And he and Dan also put him in in an LSU game. I I, I forget whether we were on the road or we were at home. But he's been in pivotal games, and he's shown the leadership. And who can doubt what Dan has done with every quarterback? Can anybody name a quarterback that he's failed with? Did he Ever. have Skylar Morningway? No. no, he okay. did not. Um, but, you no, know, Adam, your point's great. And, the, and another one that famously Mullen even made sure that he let the media know about it was, and remember the Florida-Georgia game when Fields was yeah. supposed to be the hot guy, and he was the one playing, and Mullen made sure that, 
Emery played, and he played some significant snaps. And he said, you know, hey, we had the guy that you know came out and played the 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 young guy, and yeah. not on on the other side. So he he made sure. And and meanwhile, that guy left. Yeah. And and this guy didn't leave. Right. Yeah, I think I'm really looking forward to a fantastic season. I will be tailgating. Oh, are we playing FAU at home? Shame on me for not knowing. Yep, opening game, FAU at home, and then they go to South Florida to Tampa. And then Alabama comes in. Oh, Nelly, Alabama with Johnny Musso. Bring it on. I believe that, you know, we – whatever, we won't go there. But um, is that a 1 o'clock, blistering 1 o'clock game? That's a 3.30. 3.30, okay. Well, oh, you mean the FAU game? Yeah, the FAU. FAU's 7.30. Oh, okay. The USF game is the USF one that's at noon. USF is 1 o'clock. Not, I shan't be going to that game. No. All right, guys, I'm looking forward to a great season, and hats off to our swimmers and the gold medals and the Olympics. And, um, you know, I'm glad Fabian's coming back. I believe he needs another year here. I think he's going to do fantastic. Our basketball team's not going to be a slouch either. So, you know, we're just we're just rolling on through, guys. Great talking with y'all. Thank you for taking my call. All right, Adam, keep up the work, man. Yeah, they picked up another uh, recruit the other day. A little um, lefty. Yeah, who, a shooter. So it's kind of what they needed. They'll, they'll be – I mean, look, I'm not going to even sit here and say, oh, I think they're going to be pretty good. I've said that for the last two years. And I did not know how the chemistry was going to work. And like the chemistry has not worked these last two years to the extent. But again, we're sitting here complaining about a team, a program that goes to the NCAA tournament every year and and usually wins at least one game. I don't know if this is a team that can win more games than that. I mean, everybody's loading up on great players and we all know what's going on out there. Um, but it, I, it sounds like it's going to be a fun team to watch. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it'll be good. Uh, Elijah Kennedy is his name. We didn't really get no. to talk about it too much. But, yeah, just a, a guy from Virginia Beach. I like Virginia Beach. Mm-hmm. I, I remember another player from there. What? Uh, Keontae? I remember another there. player from there. Dodo, right? I remember another player from there. I don't know. Percy Harvin. Oh, yeah. Well, I was thinking basketball. Percy Harvin could have played basketball. I guarantee DMT. He probably that. could have. Um but yeah, he was the uh, 5A player of the year. Had a 37-point game, went 27 in the state semis, 21 in the state championship game. So He's he's good. He's he's another piece, and that's what they – hopefully people aren't going to overrate him this year. Yeah, the only issue is he's a lefty. All lefties are wackos. I wish I would have been you a lefty. You would know that. wish I would have been a lefty, though. Well, if you were a lefty, you would have been too wacko. It's true. You probably wouldn't even be on the radio yeah, right now. Wouldn't have you'd, made it. You'd probably be in a like in one of those tents in L.A. <laughs> All right, let's get a break. We'll come back. Continue the calls here on hour number two. Brought to you by Meldon Law. They won't back down. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Tori Edwards. 
The Tampa Bay Rays face the Seattle Mariners tonight for Game 2 of their three-game series. Coming off a huge sweep against the Boston Red Sox over the weekend, the Rays are now leading the AL East. But after an 8-2 loss to Seattle last night, the Rays are currently 0-5 against the Mariners this season. They look to get back on track with a win tonight. Live coverage of the matchup starts right here at 6.30. The Big 12 and Pac-12 commissioners are meeting today to discuss a potential strategic partnership. The conferences are looking over options to move forward after Texas and Oklahoma's decision to leave the Big 12 for the SEC. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Tori Edwards. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Every morning I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, y'all. Kyle from Leonardo's Millhopper here with the best news yet of 2021. The salad bar is back, baby. Woo! It's been gone for a year, but starting June 1st, the salad bar is back and better than ever. All right, it'll be exactly the same, but you know what I'm talking about. We're going to eat like it's 2019. Our staff is vaccinated, the dining room's at full capacity, and we're excited to get back to business. I know you love Leonardo, so please dine in, call for pickup, order online, or get delivery from 352delivery.com. And as always, don't forget the tailgate 10. There's lots of unknowns going on in the world right now, and while we all sit back and try to sort things out, Oaks Jewelry wants to let you know that if you need some help, they are there if needed. Now, we already know that if you need any fine jewelry or engagement rings, there's no other place to go. But they also offer layaway services and short-term loans, and they'll even buy that gold that's been just laying around the house for years. So why not get something for it? With tons of certified diamonds, gemstones, and designer items, Oaks Jewelry has a wide variety of whatever you might be looking for at a price range for every budget. Check out all their inventory online at oaksjewelry.com. Hey, this is Florida Gator Jeff Cardozo, and I'm with Jeffrey Meldon. Hey, Jeffrey, I heard that you were the place to go to for Gator Athletic Ticket Contest Giveaways. That's right, Jeff. Meldon Law is your hookup for Gator gymnastics, volleyball, softball, and baseball tickets. Go to meldenlaw.com and enter for your chance to win. Meldon Law, the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and South Florida. From the weight room to the war room, football lives here. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Florida Gators head coach Dan Muller. You're listening to The Tailgate on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators.
Rush? Uh, I think so, yeah. I don't know. I'm a big fan of those names. No? Not Rush, Sticks. They're all the same. Four-letter words? REO Speedwagon. That's three. Um, no. Not a big fan. Okay. But they're okay, you know. Well, we're fans of all of you, so let's uh, get back to them. Lots of calls coming in. And uh, David joins us next. David, what's up? What's up, guys? Uh, I wanted to actually talk to you. You mentioned Emory Jones, and everybody, like the last caller said, we all know he's not going to be trashed. And I like I hate hearing that because we have no idea what he's going to be. Like, we do have an idea of his play style. We know what Mullen is more likely to call with him, but we haven't seen a big enough sample size. Not to say he doesn't have the ability to sit back there and let the ball fly. Now, I know he's – is he going to do what Trask did? Probably not because he has those other abilities where he could run, extend the play, and do different things like that. But I would really hesitate to say that he can't do what Trask can do. First of all, he sat behind Trask and he learned from Trask. And if he's taking this much time to, to you know uh, – Soak everything in, get meaningful playing time, and learn. I mean, I think Emory is going to be dangerous this year. Could be. I mean, that's whenever I hear somebody say he's not going to be uh, Kyle Trask, I always think about Ron Zook. Ron Zook stand up his first press conference. How many times did he say, "I'm not going to be Steve Spurrier. I'm not Steve Spurrier," and we're like, but "He was right." Yeah, he was right. That was the problem. <laughs> Yeah. I don't think Emory. I don't think Emory Jones is going to sit up there and go. I can't be Kyle Trask. No, but I, I think the just from from me personally and having the ability to watch them and practice and go through things. The 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 reason he's not going to be Kyle Trask because he's not as smart and as good at reading defenses. Now, athletically, he's probably way more athletic and does so many different things differently than Kyle Trask, but he's not going to be the same person. He's not going to be able to sit back there and all of a sudden and be laid back. Yeah, stare, stay at the line back, of scrimmage yeah. and say, okay, well, here's here's where I'm going with the ball. If this isn't going to work, then he, he's not going to be able to do that. And, and honestly, David, there's not a lot of people in the country that could have done that. So that's how good <laughs> Kyle was at that. Let me say this about Kyle Trask, Jeff. I never thought the moment was ever too big for Kyle Trask. No. No matter what the game was. Whether it was the SEC championship game, whether it was coming into to that game against Kentucky, after it, it always felt like the same level yeah. of like you could have taken his pulse in all those situations that it would have been. He, he knows what he can do, um, and obviously Emory's going to do it differently. So yeah. that that's why they're not going to be the same person. But that doesn't mean that Florida's offense can't have the same success. If I'm Kyle Trask and I run for 19 yards to get a big first down and the Alabama game, I get up and I go Tebow. Yeah, I'm start pumping the crowd up. I'm like, hey, come on, we're this is what we're gonna do. That's what I would do if I was him. You know, I um, I think that it just speaks a lot. People kind of forget a few years ago uh, when we had the whole Luke Del Rio, Appleby, Franks and Trask, true freshman situation, Malik Zaire situation, all that going on. That whole time Ugh. period. Please, I that threw up a little bit in my mouth right there. So, hey, I didn't say Skylar Morning Way, so you, you should have kept your lunch down. <laughs> morning Way, morning to you too, sir. Well, uh, well he, uh, I, like, 
I remember that, and I remember watching Georgia, and it was like their quarterback got hurt, and they put in, I guess it was Eason, and Eason started balling out and lighting it up, and then something happened with him, and they put another new true, true freshman in by the name of Fromm, and Fromm started balling out and lighting it up, and I was like, why can't we hit a home run with one of these freshman QBs? I could just come in there and, and do something like that, and then that's when we realized, oh, that's coaching. Well, it's we it's not have, just coaching, been. yeah, but it was also the players around them. Don't forget, Jake Fromm, when he came in as a freshman, had NFL guys all around him yeah. on offense. I mean, both of his running backs were his running backs were Sony Michelle and Nick Chubb. I could have run that offense. Uh-huh. Well. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to this year, and I think Emory's going to do pretty well. Um, I'm My favorite game, I got a circle, that Alabama game. Um, I've always said it, I'll say it again, to be the best, you got to beat the best. And, I mean, I, I think that that in the swamp is just going to be one of the best atmospheres. It might be probably the loudest we've had it in the swamp since the Auburn game. Oh, easily. Sure. I mean, easily. It's yeah, probably, it's gonna, I mean, I'm curious to see where we are by that point because, again, we're we're still in a situation. I'm not sure what it's going to be like for FAU. Um, I mean, I'm I'm pretending that everything's okay in my head, obviously. Yeah, but it's not okay. Everybody to make the, yeah. I know, but I want, I want the right decisions to be made. But I, I totally dream, agree, I, and, I, and I hope everybody gets vaccinated. I mean, my – I've been de- I'm dealing with, with my brother right now, um, you know, and I and other people that I think Jeff said uh, we were talking off air. He knows more people now that have COVID than he knew about when we were in the middle of this thing. Yeah, yeah. And that's and, that's the know, problem like, that we're we're dealing with. So uh, I I hope that we're in a situation by that third week where Alabama comes in here and the swamp is the swamp. I'm not a hundred percent sure it will be. I hope it is. And I, I'm with you on that. I mean, I, I've been to a few games. I think the loudest I heard in the swamp, like yeah, you have the Auburn game. I'm talking recently, and then before that, the uh, the uh, heave to cleave, it went crazy. But before that, I mean, the last time I heard us erupt was when uh, we blocked that field goal against South Carolina in '06. No, the uh, yeah. the the Will Greer Ole Miss game was pretty legit. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was late what about the what about the ninety seven game though? When Quez gets yeah, behind that's, the that's defense. still by far the best, game, best game I've ever been a part of. Well, in, in the if, stands. if you were two years old, you probably got woken up by it. Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> that was the loudest I, I. And there was a game in ninety one when Larry Kennedy picked off a Tennessee pass and ran back. And I said, this place can never get any louder. So it's all uh, – but I've said this a million times, and I'll say it again. The Auburn game from start to finish was the loudest I ever heard the swamp. Sustained noise. I've never heard it like that. And Gus Malzahn agrees with me. Yeah, that's good. All right, David, thank you. Thank you, guys. All right, appreciate it. Let's uh, get Woody next. Woody, what's up? Yeah, hey, guys. Uh I think I must just be the uh, get-off-my-lawn guy. When it comes to Texas and Oklahoma, even though they pretty much would help the conference, improve the conference in pretty much every sport, I mean, swimming, gymnastics, basketball, track, tennis, I mean, seriously. Uh, I think the only reason, the only one I can come up with that I'm against this whole thing is I hate them. I don't care about them. I, I just, 
you know, who cares? Your Big 12 butt should just stay over there. But uh, I'm, I know it'll be for better competition, more suspense. You know, I'm all for getting rid of the FAU-type games and, and you know, even better softball, that kind of stuff. But I can't come up with a reason except for I'm just a, kind of a stick in the mud about it, I guess. You know, it sounds like it's going to benefit everybody, but I don't know. More more tough games for amateur athletes? Is that another reason to be against it? That you guys are you guys all totally for it? Yep, totally for it. And you need you, your opinion is not going to matter, Woody. And that's the I, bottom I line. This is happening, and you just have to you you either have to accept it or go follow something else because it, it is happening. And I it, mean, it, I think it's going to be exciting. It, it is like, going to be exciting, yeah. and I want that. I want more excitement. I want better games. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hear you. You know, I just I missed my chance to veto it. I was asleep at the wheel, you know. Oh, well. I got news for you. You had no chance to veto it. <laughs> so, listen, I do have a question about it, though. Has anybody talked about, um, you know, realignment? Are the two Alabama schools going to be moving to the east? Do they – Auburn and LSU, have they talked about it at well, all? Well, we've talked about it, but it's all pure speculation. I mean, there's, there, it, is, it is so far still, I don't think it's going to – it may not happen to, to 2005. they got plenty – or, I'm sorry, 25. They've got right. plenty of time to figure out how they're going to realign. And, and my, what I'm hearing from sources close to me is that they're just going to go with 1 through 16 and they'll have the pods – for scheduling oh. only. Yeah, because Woody, the hard part would be by, by adding two more, if you just go strictly east and west, that means you got eight on each, then seven of those games you've got to play your division, so the east or the west, and then... So you're if, back to the two. Right, if an eight-game yep. schedule, then it's only one. If it's nine, it's two, but then you're still not going to, to all these places. And if you're in the can, same man. conference, you should be able to go and travel and... And and every single person that comes to school for those four years should get to play somebody. I I like that pod idea of going three two two two. Yeah, and yeah. then and then you play everybody every other year. Right, you switch it. Yeah, and the only tricky part is the home and away aspect of it. You know, but you can rotate that. Well, and here's another thing that would be ideal in my mind is if they said, "Hey, everybody has got to play a neutral game." So if we're going to nine teams. Everybody's going to have four away and four at home, so we're all going to have to play a neutral game. Florida and Georgia already have it. Texas, Oklahoma already have it. Uh, I think uh, uh, Texas A&M and Arkansas have it, and they play at Arlington. Um, it, it wouldn't be that hard to get to where everybody could play a neutral site game, and then you would still have your four home and four away every year instead of having. The, the, some years we Alabama had, and Tennessee to play in Atlanta. Yeah, instead of three, also, four, one. Yeah, but the problem with that is you're also then stuck with at least two home games of who cares teams. I mean, in our case, we get Florida State, you know, but uh, you're still going to get some of the who cares games. And I know you kind of well, you, you can't to, help that somebody's yeah, got to play Vanderbilt. Play more conference games. <laughs> you know? Well, I, if I you play nine, that. if you kind of cool. If you play nine conference games, and the way that Florida and all these other schools have scheduled, where they, like, for example, Georgia has a schedule seven or eight years from now where there's no, nothing but Power 5 teams on the schedule. If Florida's got years where they play only three, uh, they play three Power 5 games and then the eight conference games, and they got one 
stiff in there, but that stiff goes away. And you can play nine and three, and I, then we're just gonna we're gonna have we're gonna wake up every Saturday morning going, man, I can't wait for today. All the games that are on. You know, there, there's medicine for that when your the stiff stiffness, goes away. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay. On that note, I think I'll say bye. <laughs> All right. What do you see, buddy? I may say bye too. <laughs> Only for old people though, like you, Porter. What's up? Hey guys, um, I mentioned this before, and I think Pat agreed with me. Jeff, have you read Clay Travis's book? Um, I forget the name. I don't. Of it, I don't read Porter. You should. I'm telling you, that's a book. It, it's. It was. It was just great. Start. The last book he up. read was Lord of the Flies, and he was on no. the. Fa- he was rooting for the flies. It was Cliff Notes in high school. <laughs> right. Yeah, I talked to Cliff about it. The way you used to say that's that. right. The book. I talked to Cliff about it. <laughs> um, uh, let's see what. Um, hang on. Say, oh, um, buddy, mine called. Uh, and give me a minute. It totally reminded me of something I'd forgotten about. I mentioned going to well, Whitmer's, our place where we always tailgated. And um, that was where uh, a certain uh, former Gator coach was burned in effigy. Uh, Pat, I'm sure you remember Don, Don DeVoe was burned in effigy in like, the Sports Illustrated. Yeah, it wasn't his fault. That was, in, that, was a, that was in front of that, that um, duplex of my butt. I don't know if he was living there or if we were just hanging out there, but um, brought back memories. Who do you think is the. Like, there's two names that come to mind. Coaches that when they were, they were hired, I thought, hey, that's a pretty good hire. And then obviously turned out to be totally wrong. Charlie Weiss as quarterback coach and, and Don DeVoe. Um, is there anybody I, else? You I never thought Don DeVoe was a great there? hire. I mean, um, they, that was he was brought in to clean up a mess, and that was not a good thing because they had a good team and he pretty much ruined it. So I, I wasn't right. surprised that that happened. Uh, I tell you what, the one, the number one, one I would say is Carolyn Peck. Carolyn Peck came out was come came in here from the WNBA and won a national championship and came in here was probably the worst women's basketball coach Florida's ever had. Yeah, hmm. good point. I hadn't really thought about that one, but I, all right. Lastly, I'm getting sick and tired of the Seattle Mariners, man. Um, the, the 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 you know the Rays have lost five games to them. I forgot they played four in a four game series in Seattle earlier in the year. They lost all four games. Three of them were walk offs. Yeah, I mean, come on. And uh, last last minute to start my Seattle Tampa Bay history. We won tickets. This is a long time ago. We won tickets to a, a weekend game, and we got to choose which day. I picked whatever day I picked was because Randy Johnson was going to be picking pitching, and um, I, the first game which I passed on. It was a great game. I forget what happened, but it was really exciting, very memorable, that kind of thing. We go down for the Randy Johnson game, and he was he was scratched. And uh, oh, Jamie no. Moyer pitched. Jamie, Jamie Moyer pitched. He did it night and day. Like, And the game was just as boring as watching Jamie Moyer pitch. And, of course, Randy Johnson pitched the next day. But um, that, <laughs> I'm sick and tired of Seattle as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, Zuckluck. There, there you go. All right, guys, go get it. All right, thank you, Porter. Appreciate that. All right, we're going to take a break. Come back, uh, keep the phone calls uh, rolling. you got just uh, Dooley. I'm going to bail on him, but you That's make okay. him happy. Well, you've got things to do. You know, your your life Babies is, to kiss. And your life is about people way smooth. more than this radio show. I understand that. Sometimes. We'll be right back here <laughs> on the tailgate. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Yes, 
It's hot out, an obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their Licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. Well, the springtime has certainly been a little different than what we are used to, but hopefully everybody out there has stayed safe and done their best to make sure we get back to normalcy pretty soon. We do still have the opportunity, though, to get out and enjoy that great Florida sunshine and play it again sports is there for all your outdoor needs. That means baseball, softball, golf, water sports, and more. And it's probably a great time to go through the garage, realize your old equipment just won't cut it anymore, and do a little upgrading. And your one-stop shop is a name we all know and love, Play It Again Sports. They've got weights that are great to help us stay in shape while spending so much time at home. And when we're ready to get back baseball and team sports again, well, they've got the latest and greatest baseball and softball bats with the best pop on the planet. And if it's a golf swing that needs work, well, they'll help you with that too. The best brands of clubs in the business. Located on University and 34th Street, it's easy to find. And I'm there quite a bit, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. A flood watch remains in effect for parts of our area. Showers continuing well into the evening, although rainfall rates might lighten up a little bit. Isolated storms overnight becoming widespread tomorrow. Cloud cover and rain will keep temperatures limited to the mid-80s. And that rainy pattern is just going to continue through the rest of the work week. Rain chances might lighten up by the weekend. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Sean Johnson, Jay Williams, and Zubin Mahente. Cam Newton threw for, I believe, seven-plus in the first three games. Two interceptions, two touchdowns. He rushed for 150 yards and two touchdowns prior to COVID. Now let's go post-COVID. Not very good. No Julian Edelman. No defense. And they still had an opportunity to win close to 10 games. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. The Tailgate with Jeff Gardozo and Pat Dooley continues.
continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back. I am back. Uh, Jeff cut out a little early. He had something he had to do. I am here, though, and we'll take your calls. You know, it's kind of interesting to think about how tough a schedule could end up being in the the five years from now when you think about, let's say, you know, you're in the SEC West, and you're at – let's just say you're texting them. And you got to play Alabama, Auburn, LSU, and you could draw Texas and Georgia and uh, Florida. I mean, who knows what you're going to draw? But that, to me, is what it's it's all about. Don't forget, guys, and this is something that's really important to remember: college football is declining in popularity. Before COVID, every year the attendance is Tennis was going down. And you want to get butts in the seats. That's where you make some of your money. You make most of your money from TV rights. But not only that, not only is the TV rights, not only do you get more butts in the seats if it's Florida, Texas, or Florida, Oklahoma, you get more in TV rights because those are, I mean, we we talked about this earlier, how the Big 12 says, hey, we're going to probably lose 50% of our money on TV rights because we're losing these two schools. So don't forget, I mean, there's a anybody who, who I, I get if you don't want Texas and Oklahoma to come in and you feel like this is carpet bagging and everything, I get the understanding. But it is the smart move. It's brilliant, in fact, in my opinion. Let's go to uh, Tony and see what he's got for us today. What's up, Tony? Hey, how are you, Pat? Good, buddy. How you doing? You made me laugh with something you said uh, on Twitter this week. I can't remember what it was. Well, good. Oh, well, I'll have to go back and see. Um, I, I, it's kind of nice. Jeff left. Not that you know we don't need him on the show, but we don't well, really need him. To be yeah, honest with you. but he would have no idea who Greg Larson is, and oh. uh, I know we we uh, lost him over the weekend, and and I think you have a pretty decent amount of listeners that are up in my area um i'll, I'll let you tell a couple greg stories because i know you probably have a few at least a couple that are fit for radio um but we are going to do uh something for him at the shores uh your favorite golf course uh, second favorite golf course uh behind ironwood uh in a couple weeks i think on the 21st play a little golf in the morning and then uh, have a bunch of his callers and uh whatnot uh at st augustine shores but uh i was going to I was going to hang up and listen if you want to uh, tell a couple of um, good-for-radio Greg Larson stories. Thanks, Tony. I appreciate it. Uh, Greg Larson was a unique person. He was one of the most unique people I've ever met. He was smart. He really knew what he was doing. Uh, He was very hard to deal with at times. He and I got into near fistfights. Uh, but he taught me a lot about the profession. He taught me more than anything about how to come up with ideas. And he was the best idea man I've ever been around. And I pride myself on being a good idea guy. And look, I'm doing nine jobs right now, and I have to have different ideas for everyone. I couldn't do it without Greg Larson's influence. Um, there were certainly some negative things about him, 
and uh, there's no point getting into a lot of them. I mean, he 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 had a real phobia about if he had a he loved popcorn. If he had a big bag of popcorn and you reached in and grabbed a couple of kernels, that was your bag of popcorn, and he would be mad at you. He wouldn't speak to you the rest of the day, but he would he was not going to eat it again. Um, he was hard to travel with. I traveled with him a lot, but you're always worried that he was going to blow up at somebody because he didn't suffer fools. Uh, but he wrote some of the best columns I've ever read. He was really good at it. Um, uh, unfortunately, you know, uh, you know, the times you can end up letting him go and he just, he had a knack for self-destruction in, in a lot of ways. Um, but I, I mean, I'll never forget this. One day when I'm sitting there and all of a sudden the doorbell rings and I go out and he's got a bicycle and a bunch of other stuff for my daughter because his daughter had outgrown him. And out of nowhere, just shows up and does it. Those are the kind of things he does. So he was a definitely a a tale of two cities. I mean, but I was really sad to hear that he had passed away. We had not really been in touch much. I'd seen him a couple of times, and we'd told some old stories. And, um, you know, he wasn't a drinker. He wasn't a... Uh, a guy who would go to parties. We'd have parties all the time when I was at Times Union. He wasn't that kind of guy. He just didn't didn't believe in that. But um, he, I I remember he wrote a column about my wife at the time, whose name was Judy Moore, and he made fun of me. He said that she could beat me in five sports, and he was right. She could beat me in five. She was a really good athlete. She she was a great tennis player and uh, so tennis paddle tennis, which was a huge sport in St Augustine at the time. Uh, racquetball, they were mostly racket sports. Um, I can't remember the other two. She could, but she could beat me in them. And um, so he wrote a whole column about that. Now now that's not a column you may want to read, but it it was it was really well written. It was really fun to he. The, the one that I talked about on my podcast yesterday was he did a column in which he timed with a stopwatch how much time an athlete took to actually play his sport. Not how much time he did spent walking, not how much time he spent on the bench, how much time he spent actually playing his sport. And obviously basketball is the easy one because you play 36 minutes, you play 36 minutes. But like golf, I think it ended up being 38 seconds or something like that where you're actually, you know, taking the club back and striking it. Uh, football, I'm all the time. Anyway, it was a really interesting column. He was he was the best idea guy, again, that I've ever met. And uh, I considered him a friend. Um, and uh, we we went through a lot together. We We dealt with a lot together. I, 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 there's a lot of stuff I cannot tell you on the air. And I think that's why Tony said keep it radio appropriate, <laughs> which I did. Let's get one more call in. It's Jeff. What's going on, Jeff? It's a great testament to uh, Greg Larson, um, Pat. That terrific job. And I, we also lost Bill Buckalter this year. Yeah, week we did. Well. Yeah, Bill and I, I knew Bill very well, but I hadn't seen him in a long, long time. But uh, 
one of the great high school guy, uh, writers uh, of our generation, and uh, really oh, knew. Yeah. I mean, he knew he knew track better than anybody in the world. He uh, he was he was unbelievable. He all the Gator boosters would call him, yeah, and say like, "Bill, what's going on?" This is back before we had the internet and before we had. And he was like the recruiting guru that that would tell them, you know, who the Gators were recruiting and so forth. So we had, you know, oh, he was all excellent. Over the state was call, were calling yeah. Bill Buckle and saying, like, listen, what's going on? No, he 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 really knew his stuff and um, he, another good guy. I mean, I I I knew him a little bit. I didn't really know him deeply, but um, I hadn't seen him in a long time. And when I, just the other day, last week or two weeks ago. Um, blanking on the name, a guy came in and said, "Bill Buckalter's in hospice." And I, I, after going through that with my dad, I knew what it meant. So I felt terrible, but you know, this this is the world we live in. When you get as old as me, people around you start dying. I guess I, it's something we have to we have to all live with. But um, yeah, that's two giants out of the industry, two guys that were um in this state. You know, like they don't, they don't really have a sports writers hall of fame. I know that Buddy Martin has kind of lobbied to to have that, maybe because he wants to get in it. But, um, <laughs> but I mean, those two guys would be in it, in my opinion. Oh no, doubt about it, no doubt about it. Hey, uh, one uh, off the topic a little bit. Uh, you mentioned, uh, you know, get the scheduling and how we might have seventeen games and we might. You know, some teams might get stuck playing like eight games against teams that are in the top fifteen, and and so forth. You know, I I think that you know we're, I don't want to turn these kids into mercenaries that that are you know on the football fields for us. I, and it, we used to have those you know three passy games, and so you, the passy games would allow us to you know rotate in a bunch of subs. Uh, you know, get game reps for those guys for the backups. Um, rest the starters. You know, if we hadn't rested the starters against Western Carolina in 2006, um, we wouldn't have won the national title that year. And so we can't. You can't play a sledgehammer every week, even though we, as fans, we would love to see that. But I don't think. Yeah, but if everybody's that. playing a sledgehammer, it all evens out, right? And I'll tell well, you, the players. You know, talking to the players with that ten-game SEC schedule last year, they loved yeah. it. They loved it. They loved getting up for every game. Most of the players really don't like playing those games against Samford. Okay, they just don't enjoy them. And Urban used to call tell the players they were stat games. Go get your stats in this game, and and, and they would not get excited. They would not get fired up, and that's how they got into. The, some of those situations, like with Florida Atlantic, that one year where they had to go to overtime to win. Yes, <laughs> I do remember that in the, in the rain. Yeah, the, the, yeah, we weren't exactly enthused to that game, and so yep. uh, that's a really good point. But you know, a lot of those six and six teams, Pat, that you know get in the bowl games, will become five and seven teams, and so unless the NCAA changes their rule, uh, if we have a nine or ten game conference schedule. Then there's a half a conference will never make a bowl game. Yeah, we'll see what happens with that part of it too. Uh, thanks for the call. We got to get out of here for a break, um, Jeff. Thanks for the call. Um, we'll see what happens when this all the dust is going to settle. The dust is not going to settle for a while, and and that's I think what everybody has to understand. All right, we've had the the you know, the bomb is hit.
you know, and you know all the uh, we're feeling all the effects of it going out, but it hasn't all settled to what we're going to see. Are we going to see bowls go away? Are we going to see if they go to a twelve game playoff? Are we going to see, um, you know, a situation where we have like people are talking about a second Division One or FCS or F yeah FCS or FBS, I always get that confused, where you have a second national championship, which I think is stupid and I don't think it'll happen. But we have to wait and see what all happens before we get to that point. We have to take our last break. We'll do that. When we come back, we'll wrap it up here for a Tuesday. Pat Dooley in. Jeff Cardoza just left, but he will. I'm sure he's listening and talking about what a great job I'm doing. We'll be right back here on the tailgate, ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Tori Edwards. The Tampa Bay Rays face the Seattle Mariners tonight for Game 2 of their three-game series. The Rays now lead the AL East after sweeping the Boston Red Sox over this past weekend. But after an 8-2 loss to Seattle last night, the Rays are currently 0-5 against the Mariners this season. Luis Patino is set to start on the mound for the Rays in tonight's matchup. Catch live coverage of the game right here at 6.30. The Miami Marlins are also back in action as they host the New York Mets tonight for the second game of their four-game series. The Marlins currently lead the series 1-0 after dominating the NL East-leading Mets 6-3 last night. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Tori Edwards. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Shop the area's largest pre-owned selection with prices starting at just $99.95. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. Get a fully inspected, like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. When Daphne and I got married, and I've had so many problems with my teeth over the years, she just guided me right in here, and and, uh, they are truly wonderful. There was absolutely no one else to go to but Exceptional Dentistry for him. No one else. Since I had had my teeth worked on in so many different places in the world and so many things done, I had about two-thirds of my teeth were bad. Plus, I had a couple plates, so he removed all my teeth and put in implants. So, brand new again. This is, this is more like having my teeth back again. It, life is pretty normal. They're the best. That's it. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. The WRUF Radio App. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. 
All right, not much time left here on the show. Appreciate all of our great callers, even the cattlemen, uh, for calling in today. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow with another show. Uh, Again, Jeff and I will be doing the show uh, tomorrow and Thursday. And then Friday we're going to take off. Kind of doing that until we get to football season. Because I, I actually am going, I'm doing what I call Dooley Palooza which is I speak at the Panama City, Destin, and Pensacola Clubs in three straight days. How about that? It's going to be a long way. Anybody want to drive me out there? Go ahead. I'm welcome. Thanks to Mike for doing a great job of producing the show today. Um, And we've got more to talk about tomorrow. Again, we are getting close. There is a game Thursday. Maybe we'll break down the Steelers and the Cowboys on Thursday. Until tomorrow, I am Pat Dooley. I am deep, I am way back, and I am out of here. WRUF Gainesville.